Restraining patients. Violent patients should never be transported without restraints. Unless the ambulance crew doubles as a hostage negotiator or a used car salesman, the patient will either not cooperate or even worse, fail to cooperate at a later time. The worst possible place to have a physical confrontation is in the back of an ambulance. Use of force must always be preceded by orders for medical control. If medical control does not agree with the use of force, the EMS crew is free to resolve the call with whatever administrative procedure they would use to resolve a non-transport situation. Valid reasons for, are generally the patient has made a suicidal attempt and, or is attempting to kill other people or danger to themselves or others. EMS should understand that a call that requires restraining the patient is not necessarily going to result in a thank you from the public. When considering the merits of restraining a patient, the EMS crew should be considering what would happen if EMS left the patient on scene, what would happen next. It's not going to be a popular decision, but whoever said doing the right thing was always easy. Ambulance patients will require restraint in a number of situations. However, all situations will come down to a couple of simple facts. One, the patient is a danger to himself or other people. The patient is refusing transport. All cases where restraints are considered or used require guidance from medical control. All cases where restraints are considered or used require guidance from medical control. All cases where restraints are considered or used require guidance from medical control. After consulting with medical control and obtaining orders to restrain, it's time to come up with a plan and execute with Teutonic efficiency. First, ensure enough manpower on scene and assign them to a limb to control. An ambulance crew needs four people to control a violent patient, one for each limb. Assign each crew member a limb, approach the patient from the left and right and, si and simultaneously. Be definitive. Each rescuer controls the assigned limb. Secure the patient as per the illustration above or to a into a long backboard with medical restraints, but definitely not handcuffs. After the patient has been secured to the backboard, the EMS crew should check and document distal circulation every five minutes. Airway breathing circulation should be assessed every five minutes as well. If the patient spits on the EMS crew, a non-rebreather mask with oxygen should be placed on the patient. Restraining a patient should always be preceded by consultation and orders by medical control. After the patient has been delivered to the hospital, a signature from the physician who made the order should be obtained.